0: Thanks Jack. Welcome back to Little Hops of Horse podcast. I'm John, your host as always. Thank you again for tuning in. Uh, just want to thank everyone uh, who has you know, helped us get to this point. Uh, seeing some really cool numbers going on here now. We're hitting some big time surges. Like We're in a, I think two more countries now since, uh, since I last checked. We're in Australia now. G'day mate. Uh, sorry, hope I didn't offend anybody down there. Uh, <laughs> don't even know why I did that. Uh, and also now we're in Sweden. So that's cool. That brings our total countries that we're in right now to like eight, which is insane. Dude, I live like right outside of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I do this in my wife's office. I mean my podcast studio. I mean my wife's office anyway. And uh, I just drink beer and talk about horror movies. And this is like gaining some traction. So super cool. Thank you again for everybody who continues to support the show. Uh, this is very, very awesome. Um, also big shout out to Nick Adams. Thank you for coming on last week. Hope you guys enjoyed that one. We talked about trick or treat. Uh, he also talked about his beer fest that he's throwing here in a couple weeks uh, on October 21st It is trick or treat, uh, or is it trunk or treat? I think it's trick or treat. Um, I'm fucking that up. If I was a good podcast host, I'd have my shit together, but I don't. Um, it's a uh, trick-or-treat themed beer fest at Ill Will, about an hour outside of Pittsburgh. Um, and they're doing all candy-themed, you know, trick-or-treat themed beers. So there's going to be, you know, pastry stouts and pastry sours. and But he said that uh, there's going to be some other cool things on there too. So, um, yeah, hopefully we get through this episode uh, pretty flawlessly here. Uh, we had some some issues at our house the past couple weeks. We had some like minor flooding going on from our damn hot water heater. That's our problem, not yours. But the only reason I brought that up is because our internet also completely shit the bed. Like we didn't have it at all. So now we got new internet and I keep getting pop-ups, uh, as I'm, you know, recording and everything saying that like it's struggling to reconnect and all that stuff, but what else is new? So, but we're going to keep trying anyway. Why not? All right. Two minutes in, let's go. Why are you guys here to hear about saw X? right? Just came out about two weeks ago. Is it worth the hype? We're going to talk about that in a little bit. Uh, sitting at, uh, 82% on Rotten Tomatoes. IMDb has, has it, have it, has it, <laughs> has it at 7.1 out of 10, uh, and Google users has it 95%. So those are the people that went out, they spent the money and typically the ratings are a little higher as it starts and it you know tends to drop. Uh, but anyway, um, alongside we're going to do our fall beers. Finally, we're going to do uh just a big old pumpkin showdown. We're doing Blockhouse Pumpkin. They're out of Pittsburgh. I do believe they're brewed by Iron City, uh like a little contract brew thing. They're uh famous pumpkin ale, which is actually uh pumpkin pie in a glass. Like it's pretty legit. It's a little sweet. Um I just about finished mine um already and we're gonna jump into the other two. But uh yeah blockhouse pumpkin ale 7% sitting at 377 on untapped followed by Master of Pumpkins uh from Trogues also out of PA um seven and a half percent three seven four on untapped and in southern tier pump king. Yeah we're finally doing Pump King on here. We did Warlock a couple of weeks ago. So this is the one that kind of started it all uh Eight point six percent and uh, three point nine three on tap. So that's a pretty solid rating. All these beers are pretty solid ratings. I know people shit on pumpkin beers. Uh, I don't really know why. Maybe because they get dropped in August and nobody wants to drink a pumpkin beer when it's ninety-five degrees outside. So that's why we're drinking pumpkin beers when you're supposed to. I finally put my hoodie on today, uh, and that's a great feeling. It's my favorite time of year. This is why we have a horror podcast because we just love this time of year. It's awesome. It's awesome. I don't know how many more times I can say that. So anyway doing saw X, right? I'm going to start by saying that I've been seeing this article kind of like circle, you know, make it's make its way around the internet here. And it, and it's a bullshit campaign that, you know, somebody from saw is pushing. I, I guarantee it. Uh, I don't think stuff like this gets out unless, uh, you know, somebody that worked for, it. you know, I don't know. There's no way that gets this kind of buzz, uh, unless somebody wants it to be out there. I don't, I don't think anyway, they're saying that this is, um, this is more intense and more gory than Terrifier 2. First of all, when it comes to gore, there are very few movies that can hold a candle to fucking Terrifier or Terrifier 2. Now, I think it's hilarious that you have this legendary film franchise, this very, very, very successful universe that James Wan started and put together over the past, you know, 20 years almost. Wow, it has been like 19 years since this has been around. That's insane. Uh, This is movie number 10. um, And they're piggybacking off of the success of, you know, an indie horror film that hit, you know, theaters last year. Yeah. So that's how they're trying to make, you know, try to sell tickets by piggybacking off of somebody else's success. I, okay. I'm going to tell you right now, we're going to talk about it. uh, It's not nearly as graphic as Terrifier too. Again, very few movies are. Is Saw graphic? Yeah, it's a fucking Saw movie. Of course it's graphic. Is it as graphic as Terrifier? No, not even close. And you know why? Because Damon Leone pulls no punches with his beloved franchise because he doesn't give a fuck. He pushed for that un- unrated release and it was the first unrated movie to hit theaters in I don't know how long, but it was very like, you know, that was awesome. That's what we wanted to see. You know, as horror fans, I talk about this in the Terrifier episode back in June. Um, that, that we love this stuff and, and we should have more of it. I don't think we should censor the world. I think you should be able to go out to a, mo- a movie theater and, uh, you know, if kids get in with fake ID and they see somebody's, you know, nipple get cut off or something like that before mommy says it's okay to, then that's, that's not my problem. I don't know why I have to suffer, you know, and I can't be, uh, you know, I can't enjoy that Dolby surround sound, you know, theater atmosphere hanging out there, but, you know, that's fun. That's why we go to movies to experience the gasps and the laughs and the, you know, whatever. Uh, I guess that was a gasp. So, um, but you know, okay, that rant is over, but you get my point, right? So that's why I admire, you know, Damien Leone and Woody or Leone. I don't know if it's Leone or Leone. Um, but that's why I admire his, his franchise so much as, and especially Terrifier too, because it's very, you know, that was, that was a big moment for the horror community. Because uh, we're already kind of shunned to our basements, um, but just for Saw to to try to piggyback off this low budget cult horror film from last year to you know to try to help sell some tickets is it's a little pathetic, I think. But I don't know. Like I said, I don't know if if they had anything to do with it or not. I can't pronounce the director's name. It's like Kevin Groider uh, I don't want to butcher it too much, but this is his best installment of of this. I mean, he's only been involved with. Uh, two of them directly uh literally he directed uh Saw 6 and Saw 3D um uh, yeah so he did those two and uh this is his next installment and uh honestly you know what we liked about the movie I don't know it, it felt long enough. Like we have this franchise fatigue thing going on with like, there's 4,000 fucking fast and furious movies. They got spinoffs of that same with the conjuring, the Marvel universe, you know, all these. it's just like the same thing over and over again. There was a fucking con- you know, trailer for Aquaman, you know, in, in the, the previews that we were watching. It's just, it's just such an eye roll, you know, get some originality here. Um, give me a second, eat some beer. I'm going to finish off that blockhouse. Like I said, that's a solid beer. It's just a little sweet. Um, if they tone that down just a little bit, it'd probably be really good. Maybe the best pumpkin beer you can get. Whole Hog might have something to say about that. And am sorry I didn't snag one of those for you guys. But anyway, maybe next year or later this month. Who knows? We did find some cool, uh, pardon me, I got to uh, clear my throat here. I said I got to clear my throat, but now my pause button doesn't want to work. Let's try again. I think we're good. Oh, this is all kinds of messed up now. I keep getting the yeah, Zencaster's acting really weird. My computer's acting really weird. Uh yeah, there's there's some weird stuff going on with this computer. So all right, let's try to get through this. Um yeah, all right, we're gonna try some pumpkin here, all right? This is a good one. Solid. It's a lot more mellow on the uh, on the spices. It's like more of a, a compliment than just in your face pumpkin spice. Um, which just so you guys know, it's cinnamon and nutmeg and, and like brown sugar. That's all pumpkin spices. So stop losing your fucking mind over two goddamn spices. Um, sorry, rant over <laughs> uh, pumpkin. I remember when, when this, this was like impossible to get, uh, they they're out of New York initially, uh, Southern tier is. they did open up a brewery in Pittsburgh and uh, this beer was like so hard to get. And they used to sell it in bombers, right? They're 22 ounce bottles. They're the bigger ones, like the size of a wine bottle, if you're not familiar. And they had a case at this uh, beer distributor near where I lived at the time. And I convinced two of my friends to go in on it with me. And I think it was like $90 for a case of this beer. because You couldn't buy singles back then in uh, in Pittsburgh. And so this was the only way to get this beer. And I remember buying it and being totally okay with spending that much money on a case of beer. Uh, the amount of money I have spent on beer to date is irrelevant. That doesn't matter, but let's just say I'm a little more comfortable with <laughs> $45 for a six pack. That's nothing, you know, Oh uh, man, how jaded we get when you get into a little, you know, uh, vice, so to speak. All right. Let's talk about saw, huh? We're about 10 minutes in. We barely talked about the fucking thing. What do we like about it for the second time? Um, you know, the whole franchise fatigue thing. I was kind of worried about, uh, you know, like, come on, man, another saw, but for some reason, this one just kind of stuck out to me. Like I really wanted to see it. Um, we're going to cover next week, the movie that we saw before this exorcist believer. Um, that's going to be a fun episode. That is going to be a fun episode to record. Um, this one was, was good. They, they focused a lot more on, um, on John. John Kramer, Jigsaw, uh, they focus a lot more on him this time. And maybe that's why, uh, cause there was like a real storyline it felt like. Um, and when it hit, it was just perfect. You know, uh, you, you really got to, you know, kind of care for the character a little more. you got to see the man behind the mask, um, or the puppet, I guess. Um, but it's cool and it, and it has everything you want. You know, obviously we go to, we go to saw movies, we watch them to, uh, for the traps, right? Cause they're always so cool and elaborate and crazy. And you're like, who the fuck would think of this? And uh, that would be a job to just come up with like concept art for fucking saw traps. Cause you know, that's a job somewhere. Somebody's coming up with that stuff and that's awesome. And then they got to put it together. My brother's in uh, special effects out in LA and, um, he builds all kinds of crazy stuff and he's been a part of things. I, I can't say, I don't know if I'm allowed to say, maybe I'll have to ask him, but, uh, name drop some stuff that he's worked on, which is super cool. But just that, I mean, that's a, at the end of the day, that's somebody's job right? They get to put this shit together and come up with this. And like, that's kind of cool. It's way better than some boring ass desk job where you're just typing in fucking TPP, TPR reports or TPS reports. What was that shit from office space? You guys know what I mean? It has everything you want that a regular saw movie has, you know, there's the misdirection, you know, uh, is John one step ahead? Is he not one step ahead? You know what, what's happening, but there was more, uh, like I said, you, you've, I don't know. I found myself like being more invested in the movie because I did care more about what happened to John, uh, Jigsaw, you know, because this is right after his cancer diagnosis and all that stuff. It takes place in between saw one and two. Um, so that, you know, I definitely, uh, yeah, I enjoyed the gore, everything you want it to be. Obviously yeah, there's definitely some uncomfortable scenes there. If you're, if you're not a gore fan or if the other saw movies have got to you, this one, um, will do the same, uh, there was one scene that got me and my buddy a little bit there, and I don't know if I'm just getting more sensitive to this stuff or what, but normally this stuff would not bother me, but uh, eh, I'm a day older today, and I don't know, maybe times change. I don't know. Uh, things we disliked about this movie. Uh, Amanda's haircut. Now, on to spoilers. Uh, we're going to talk about the movie. Uh, if, I don't know if you guys have seen pictures of uh, <laughs> the uh, anything in this movie, but her haircut is truly truly awful. Uh, she looks like a fucking beetle. Um, not like the bug, but like the band, Never mind. Uh, that one fell short. So as we mentioned before, this, this takes place, we're going to spoilers now. So if you don't want to hear anything else spoiled, uh, don't know how much I gave away already. Uh, yeah. Tune in whenever you watch the movie, I guess, and finish it. Uh, let me get a sip of beer and then we'll jump in. So You know, I like the way this one was set up. You know, they talk about, you know, it's John coming out of the MRI machine immediately. And uh, I mean, can we just take a second to appreciate that he is like one of the greatest. Give me one second. I'm going to look up um, because I wanted to say iconic and I did still say iconic, iconic synonym. We're going to do this live on air, except my internet is not working on my phone why does, why does life hate me today? Why is this happening? What did I do? What is, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to say iconic. He's one of the greatest modern icons in horror, him and Billy the puppet, but he's great. Um, it's great to see Tobin Bell in the role again. Um, you know, he just, he drives this movie. He's so great. Uh, his, he's just such a, he's like a character that you just like, I don't know. I found myself like rooting for him the entire movie. You're just like, you know what? You don't seem like that bad of a guy. You just like your street justice, you know, it's not that bullshit. You know, not saying our justice system is bullshit, but you get what I mean. Sometimes people get away with stuff that they shouldn't get away with, uh, because for whatever reason, um, So he, you know, finds out about his cancer and it's, it's inoperable. They can't do anything. And, you know, so he's trying to figure out what he can do. And on his way out, he sees a hospital worker, you know, looking to steal something from somebody who's kind of strung up in a bed and it cuts immediately to, uh, the poster scene. So you get to see that, that, you know, the X, uh, with like the pipes coming out of the dude's face, you get to see that trap immediately, which I was super excited for. I was like, cool. So now I just, I'm very excited to see, I don't watch trailers. I try not to watch trailers of movies I want to see um, because I don't want anything ruined. They put so much content in there now because there's so many quick cuts, and you can fit more information in there than you could before, you know, thirty years ago. So, um, yeah, I don't know. So, anyway, you you get to see this, and uh, I was hoping that there was going to be like a like a bug or some kind of bug that was going to come down or something like that that was going to like come through those tubes and like eat his eyes out. That would have been, I think more terrifying than a vacuum cleaner. But then again, I've never had to deal with that. And uh also, I don't know why he didn't just turn the dial. Once he figured out what it did, just do it all the way over to the right. Uh Just get it all done at the same time. Um, but that would have ruined the movie. So then again, maybe he wasn't allowed to. I don't know. Maybe there's like a timer or something. I don't fucking, I don't know. Anyway, so, but you do, uh you do find out that that didn't happen. That's just what John would have done to him. Had he stolen. Uh, and he says, you know, you made a good choice here. So I kind of like that. Um, so he jumps into the, you know, cancer group, cancer support group, and there's people talking and everything like that. And, um, he ends up running into somebody after that, that did have cancer and he was in the support group and he says, Hey, you know, I went to this doctor. It was an experimental procedure in Norway, yada, yada, gives him the information. He looks it up and he finds out that that guy's been shut down, but his daughter's running it, you know, calls him, makes the appointment, all this stuff. So he goes to Mexico. And, um, for whatever reason, I guess he has all these crazy elaborate traps, not the doctor, but you know, John Kramer and he has the, you know, the means to do all of these crazy, crazy things, but he's still rolling with like windows 95 and a flip phone. And maybe that's because it is like a timepiece. Like it did take place back then. I didn't really think of that, but anyway, um, (laughs) actually, you know what? I have to go back and watch it and see what other phones they use back then. 'Cause I think the one chick she had like a blackberry or something like that. And were Blackberries around in 05? I don't know. I don't remember. Um, yeah, it doesn't matter. You guys remember Blackberries? They were like super cool to have now. Then, not now. Remember Palm Pilots? Do you remember that thing? It was like in like a cell phone, like a smartphone, but without internet um or phone. So it was like a calendar and a calculator in your hand, uh, and a planner. Yeah, you can still buy them on eBay. I have looked. I don't know why. I think I just wanted to see if they still existed. So they do this, uh, you know, he, this crazy process gets picked up, you know, via abduction to, you know, sent to this hospital and everything. Pardon me. I don't know why my fucking throat is like, why I have to cough all of a sudden. Um, He goes and, you know, he starts to, you know, get ready for this treatment, meets everybody. And they're like, you know, they saved me. This is great. You're in a great place. And they said, you know, you're going to have to go through this uh, craniotomy, which is where they operate on the brain, uh, but you have to do it awake. And uh, now that's something I could not fucking imagine having to have your skull sawed into like a little, and then they're poking around up there and doing stuff. Like what happens if they like bump it and all of a sudden, like you don't, I don't know, like dogs anymore, cause like something in your fucking <laughs> brain, like it's I don't know. I maybe it's that sensitive, maybe it's not. Uh and it was a weird example. I'm not really sure where I was going with that. But it is a little bit of foreshadowing as we find out later on. So he gets his treatment, you know, he's cured, essentially everything's good. So he wants to go and, you know, bring back a, a gift as a thank you. Uh, but he finds out that the place is trashed. It's gone. And at this point, I'm I'm curious. I'm like, wow, okay, so he's cured, he's good to go. Um, I don't know why I thought that because the movie, uh, actually he does. I do believe he does. You know what? I should have watched all of these before I watched this. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um, but I was, I was just dialed in. I was just dialed into this movie. I was here for the ride. Um, as you should be when you watch this and, uh, you know, he finds out that he was never actually operated on. They just stole his money and his hope and they left him and that's it. And, He comes to find out that he's done, he, they have done this, um, to a lot of other people. So he goes and abducts the old taxi driver who was the doctor quote unquote. And, um, just a nice amount, you know, here's your first trap. Uh, he's got a couple of bombs strapped to his arms. Uh, and all he has is a scalpel to get rid of them. And they're like dug into his, uh, his forearms and, uh, yeah. I mean, there's your first little, you know, dose of body horror there of him just digging out and there's just blood pouring out. I am curious how much blood can these people lose before they like lose consciousness? Cause this shit was pouring out of this guy. And I would think by the second one, he would have like gotten a little woozy or something, but he was just, you know, in pain. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> that's kind of like my one gripe with that is that people just lose endless amounts of blood and they're still totally fine. Um, so he survives, gets the bombs off, and he gets his medical attention, and that's that. But John decides to make a call after he gets some names. And uh, the pig head shows up. I love that fucking costume. That That is so unsettling. I don't care who the fuck you are. If you saw it in public unknowingly, and you wouldn't be like, oh, that's definitely the pig head from Saw. You'd be like, what the fuck is that thing? That's how effective that is. So he goes to get everybody that, you know, fucked him up on his his surgery. Uh, and you find out that Amanda's back. It was a good reveal with her. Um, even though you kind of knew that she was going to be there the whole time. But what I love about this is that, you know, after everything you've been through in this series and everything like that, you know, Jigsaw is, I guess, kind of a bad guy. Um, you know, you're conflicted because he does try to give bad people a better chance, a second chance at life, uh, with a different out, out, you know, outlook. Outview. Outview was going to... What, what the hell was I even going to say there? Um, Outlook on life. So, you know, the heroes, well, the doctors become the villains and the perceived villains become the heroes. They're the two you're rooting for now. You're like, yeah, fucking give it to these people. And now you're actively rooting against, you know, because they're fucking with cancer people. Like they're taking their fucking money, you know, that they, they had set aside or whatever. Because it, they're trying to give, you know, They want a a life. They want to live They're They're at their, you know, they're at the end of the rope here and they have no more options. So they're, they're pissing all this money away, trying to get better. these people are just taking it and buying nice houses and nice cars and vacations and all this other shit. And, uh, you know, that's fucked up. So they're the real monsters of the movie. They're the ones you want. I, I, I wanted them to all fail. I wanted every (laughs) single one of them (laughs) to die. Um, because I did see what it was like, you know, for people to have to go through, uh, cancer and it's rough. And, uh, yeah. So if people are out there like that, uh, that are really, you know, taking advantage of people, well, let's just hope there's a John Kramer in the world that'll, uh, you know, maybe help us, uh, right write the ship a little on that. What do you say? Anyway, how's this beer doing? It's pretty solid, man. Like I said, it's good. We're going to get into the master of pumpkins Next. Uh, next. What is going on here? I have had, you guys know by now, I have barely have any beer, and I still fucking trip over my words. But, uh, yeah, that was that Master of Pumpkins opening up, our favorite sound in the world. Um, This, so forgive me, because I did stop watching Saw after, like, Saw 5, I think, was the last one I watched. Maybe. I can't remember, because it just franchise fatigue, man. And the movies weren't that great. You were just there for the kills. And I was just like, eh, I was starting my journey into my like deep dive on horrors there, like looking for, for other shit. I was kind of just staying away from saws and all this other stuff. So I can't really recall if all of the victims aside from saw two, well, there goes that theory. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> all the victims were, were in one room, right? So they had to watch everybody go through the shit one by one by one, you know, it wasn't like an escape room kind of thing. Um, Yeah, that's the first girl's hooked up. And, you know, I love that the people, you know, they're like, please let us go. Please, I can, I'll pay you. I'll do whatever. You really think this motherfucker went this far to put you in all these traps and he knows damn well that if anybody gets out, you know, they're going to fucking call the cops on it, whatever. You know, do you think he went that far and all you have to do is ask nicely and you'll get let go? Get the fuck out of here. Like, oh, yeah, sure. (laughs) My bad, <laughs> yeah, all you had to do is ask nicely, Of course I'd have let you go. That would be a funny plot twist if there <laughs> if that was. Oh, yeah, all you had to do is ask, and I'd have let you go. So run a trap number three already. What the hell is trap number two? Uh, maybe, well, I was drinking some beers here at this point, uh, so that's I think only trap number two. yeah, trap trap one was the scalpel dude, trap two. This is the uh, bone saw on the girl's neck. She's kind of strapped in and there's like a, a saw that will come back. She has a couple minutes, I think three minutes to uh, get everything off. Uh-oh, I hear the doggies barking. Let me see if I can uh, go calm them down real quick. If my pause button would ever decide to work again, actually my wife, this internet thing is so annoying. I gotta maybe I just need a new computer. So if you guys would like to donate to uh, Little Hops Forge Podcast so I can keep this going and get a new computer, that'd be great. Uh no, I'm just kidding. But seriously, if you want to, maybe I'll start a GoFundMe and you guys can hook a brother up. Or beer. We always take beer and I drink the beer. Um we do have some cool stuff coming up from Devour. I'm excited about that. A couple horror themed things that we snag from there. Uh if you haven't checked out Devour, that's definitely a cool site. Um Yeah, they ship cool beer from around the country right to your door. You pay a a little bit of a premium, but I mean, you know, six bucks here, ten bucks there, whatever it is uh, to try some really cool stuff that you can't get. You know, it's worth it, Uh, I think anyway. All right. Bone saw, girl's neck. She's stuck. Now, she has to extract bone marrow from her leg. Uh, She has to do a certain amount of ounces or whatever milliliters in order to um, save herself from dying. And she has three minutes to do this all, but what kind of, she has this, um, saw str- st- on a string saw, a string saw, like you just, you pull it back and forth and it, I don't know. This was the worst one for me. Uh, no, actually, I don't know. This was up there, but like, it seemed like they're really, 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 really focused on, uh, just the sound and it, it took so long for her to get through, uh the leg and the bone and then the rest of the leg like it was going for a minute and maybe that's why but i was like god damn this is a lot (laughs) and then the leg falls off and then after that she doesn't have time to process she has to shove this fucking straw thing into her fucking bone and suck marrow out and and all in three minutes needless to say she doesn't get there and uh then cuts her head off. She falls out of the fucking trap, and that's it. On to the next victim. So I guess you know, old Kramer gives him a minute to to kind of figure out what's, you know, what's going on. Let him kind of play it out a little bit. The doctor, or at least the woman who played the doctor, uh, Miss Miss Peterson. I can't remember her first name is escaping me. Um, she. Pulls over this newly dead body. The you only know, here was a gripe. She pulled it over like effortlessly, like just like, you know, it weighed nothing. But, uh, I mean, yeah, put a little effort behind it. I would think not that I know from experience, but I have drug a deer out of the woods and them motherfuckers are a lot heavier when they, <laughs> so I can only imagine it's the same for a dead body. Uh, but she gets it. She finds like a piece of metal and cuts open a stomach, uh, grabs the intestine. She's like, Hey, we have a rope. Cause Oh, they hear a phone ring. Um, and, uh, they try to get the phone so they can make a phone call, go figure. And yeah, but that was kind of, uh, you know, I, I thought maybe Kramer would be like, Hey, uh, that was pretty, uh, pretty ingenious. Maybe, maybe we'll let you go. You want a job here? Cause you're savage as fuck. <laughs> but anyway, uh, dude goes next. One of the other guys, um, I don't know if it was the doctor or one of like the anesthesiologists or something like that. I think it was him. Uh, His trap is to saw into his own head, um, pretty much give himself a craniotomy and he has to take out uh, X amount of fucking brain matter and then it has to dissolve in this uh, liquid and then the enzymes will set off the release so he can get out of there again, all in three minutes, which fuck man, fuck. That's insane. It's not like you can watch this. You know, people do like Ultimate Ninja Warrior. Like, you watch it at home and you're like, fuck, okay, so you have this much time. This is how much time it would take to probably do all this. And it, so you can't train for Saw, right? There's, it's not like a Spartan race, you know, <laughs> tough mutter where you can train to try to, you know, beat a time. He's just like, hey, you have to, uh, cut your head open and pull out your brain, uh, and then put it into this little, you know, Petri dish here and, uh, three minutes. So, Oh no, uh, anesthesia by the way. So you're going to feel everything. So, uh, good luck. <laughs> so he fails also. And, uh, this, this, this trap was a little bit of a light. I don't really know what the hell happened here, but the mask closes around his head and it like melts him and electrocutes him. And I don't really know, but it was like some kind of old ink god looking head i i can't remember i think it was a nod to the statue that they saw earlier in the movie where they found that and then crafted it i don't know i don't know don't think about it too much uh, all in like a few days also crazy right when you start thinking about the movie really instead of just enjoying it master of pumpkin's time let's get this and then we'll rank them will take i'll take a sip of this and then we'll rank them in our favorite I think master of pumpkins might actually be my favorite. Um, it's just, it just feels, it just feels, just feels good. Yeah. I mean, it's nice. It's got a little more of um, a little more body to it, a little more flavor. And I know that they do wait for pumpkins to like be harvested to actually make this. They advertise that a lot. That's why they release it so late in the year. Whereas like pumpkin and Blockhouse and all this other stuff comes out in like August. So they do actually use real pumpkins and everything, um, yeah. And I just had all three in a row. I didn't think that's how that would go, but uh, yeah, I think Master of Pumpkins is is probably my favorite. Um, Pumpkin is second, and then I'll you know Blockhouse tone down that sweetness, and you guys are in business. Um, yeah. All right, back to the movie. So we're on the trap number. What the fuck trap are we on? Three, four, three, four, four, three a number. It's the girl who, um, who greeted him at the door. Gabriella, I believe we actually have a Gabby. Uh, she's an old girl, uh, a dog and she's a sweetheart. But, uh, anytime we hear, you know, Gabby, Gabriella, that's what we think of. Um, she was the one that, that kind of helped. I don't know. Amanda had a soft spot for her and I wasn't sure why that part felt kind of weird. Um, I don't know. So she wanted to, you know, Told Kramer, like give her a break, and he's like, nah. So she gets strung up by her arm and her leg, uh, pulled tight with a chain, so she's just kind of like suspended in the air. And then this big ass radiation gun comes out and just like microwaves her until she can break her limbs to fall out of the shackles. <laughs> and she breaks one and then swings out of range of the uh of the radiation gun. So you think. And then, um, you know, actually, they can they can move it around like it's on a little little turret thingy, and they just move it over to where she is now, and her face is melting off and all this terrible stuff, and it's whatever. But she breaks her hand and she gets out, and that's that. In the midst of all this, there's a guy that shows up. Uh, so she did make a call. The doctor did. Uh, she was able to make a call, and this guy shows up, and he was a guy that was in the cancer group, and uh, you know, heavily endorsed this also, and. Um, but said that he was here to, uh, get his money back and all this other shit. But, uh, turns out he was working with the doctor the whole time and pulls a gun on him and says, you know, get into the trap. That's it. So now you're wondering, well, shit. So John has to get himself, you know, out of this and he's willing to do it. He said, yep. Okay. I'll do it. I mean, I guess you would, if you knew what you were getting into and you knew the design of everything. So he does that. And, if, you know, of course it doesn't go, you know, right. And some little kid shows up and, uh, the dude walks over and he shoots Gabby, um, which would suck so hard or no, no, the dude doesn't the doctor does the doctor does. Um, and that would suck having gone through all that shit of getting your face melted and your feet melted and everything else melted and falling, you know, breaking your own fucking arm and your leg and all that shit just to get shot in the head. <laughs> that sucks (laughs) what can you do so the little kid there's a little kid that he bonds with earlier in the movie you know helps him out with it like fixing his bike or whatever and uh so he shows up back at this compound and uh, he's playing with a soccer ball and the doctor goes out and gets him and makes him get into this trap with john which is basically just like death by waterboarding but with blood um and john drops a little gem earlier in the movie for people to pay attention says, you know, your money's here, it's in the building, it's upstairs. And that's enough. So, you know, John and this, this little boy are, are strung to this, this, this platform, you know, via chain, they can't get out. It's around their neck, all this stuff. They, you know, this platform starts lifting and this blood's pouring on their face and it, and it's like a seesaw, right? So it pours on one and it literally is like waterboarding them, but they're in control. The other's in control. So when they, they can just not pull the lever, and uh, the other one will just die. And so, you know, they kind of go back and forth. And, and you know, John eventually holds on so that the little kid can't get it anymore. Because he's a little trooper, man. He takes it like a champ. Um, he's a strong little bastard. <laughs> but he holds on to it. And you wonder how much blood you had to have. Where Where does, okay, we're just going to look at this real quick. Where did all this blood come from? Are we just going to? We're just going to ignore that where there's like, I don't know, a hundred gallons of blood, just maybe more. Cause it's, it's flowing pretty good. It's not a drip. Um, there so like a whole hot water tank, where do you come up with that? How do you get it? Just and not raise an eyebrow. You just walk by like a, Know, like a slaughterhouse, I'm like, hey, what are you guys doing with that blood? Can I have it? Like, what do you... <laughs> you get a fucking tanker truck over there? Like, yeah, go ahead, Bob, back it in over here. Yeah, fill it in that tank. What do you need this for? Ah, nothing. <laughs> uh yeah. So there's a plot hole. Um <laughs> Okay, so you know, the doctor and, and the, the guy that she's working with that faked out John and Amanda and said he was at cancer and all that stuff. They run up, they get the money, but they unknowingly activate the last trap. It stops the blood. It frees John, Amanda, the kid. And now these two are stuck in the room and the music sets in. And that's like the coolest part. When that, first of all, that music is badass. I love it so much. It is so, so awesome. Um, But when that music kicks in and, uh, you know, you know, some shit's about to go down and that's when it kind of, you know, the story all comes together. And he says, you know, yeah, I knew, I knew the whole time that somebody was going to come and, you know, get me probably, or, you know, you were going to get a little, you know, somebody was going to, something was going to happen. He always covered his ass and that's what you got to appreciate about John Kramer. He's the hero we don't deserve. So they get locked in this office. Oh God, I hope you guys didn't hear that. That was a little, uh, little, little smack my fist off the, off the desk here. Um the two get locked in the office looking for money. There's no money in there. That's the best part. He has the money the whole time too. And gas starts pouring into the office and they can't breathe. There's one, one hole and they have to fight over it. Uh, so it's really like, it shows, you know, who, what you will do to survive. And, uh, you know, you got to appreciate that about him that he will always push you to your absolute limit. So you learn a lesson and maybe come out a better person on the end. Why am I like, swooning over this dude. Why, what do I have? (laughs) Why do I like John Kramer so much in this movie? I don't know, man. Um, I think they did a really good job, um, with this movie. She kills him obviously. And then just sticks her head out the window for the last however many minutes until it goes. And then that's it. That's the movie that's done. Um, uh, this is like an eight and a half out of 10 for us. Uh, I probably should have said that earlier in the thing, but I was too busy talking about whatever and worried about my goddamn internet that I'm seeing is panicking right now. So I'm trying to wrap this up. Um, okay, now we're good. It looks like it's back up, but, um, yeah, she, you know, John gives, gives the kid the money they get out of there. And, um, yeah, let's just say that, you know, this was definitely, uh, definitely one of the better entries to the soft franchise. It had a storyline. Um, and they did it well, not like next week's movie. Uh, that if you guys want to hear me give you an honest opinion, and I would try to not trash it. it's gonna be hard. Exorcist Believer was absolute garbage. Save your money, go watch something else on something. I don't know. I, I see some people coming out to defend it, but I I just it's so bad. <laughs> it's not even a horror movie. I'm going to start a campaign and I'll tell you what that campaign is next week. But thank you guys again for tuning in to little hops of horse podcast. I am John. Once again, thank you. This is awesome. Um, so many cool things. Hope to see, uh, all of you out. Well, not all of you, cause you'd have to get a passport to come here to hang out with me. Um, but if you are at the, uh, if you're at the beer fest in a couple weeks, my wife and I'll be there. Feel free to come up. And if you mention the podcast, you get a free sticker. That's it. I'm going to have, well, yeah, I'll have some stickers on me. So uh, while supplies last, as they say in the biz. So uh, yeah, i have some stickers on me. You want one? Come tell me that you like the podcast. In the meantime, please uh, follow like all that stuff that everybody tells you to do on on the podcast. But, you know, this thing's kind of getting some traction and all those little things, you, you know, it takes two seconds to do, you know. Um, rate, follow, all that stuff, you know, toss, toss, toss your boy bone here. And uh, I'll keep tossing you some mediocre horror content. (laughs) All right. Uh, You guys have a good weekend. And we will see you next week for Exorcist Believer. And uh, until then, cheers. I said cheers.